Hi friends, welcome to another episode of Wife Me Up. I'm your host, Megan Faulkner, and I am so excited about the show we have today. Lucky number 13 is all about love with a special guest, my very best friend in the whole entire universe, Christy Bennett. Christy is beginning her eighth year in real estate after many years directing choirs in the greater Philadelphia area. Christy grew up in Middletown, Delaware with me. We grew up two miles apart from each other and moved to PA to attend college at Eastern University in St. David's. We also did that together where she obtained a BA in church music. She enjoys hiking, vacationing out west, and good bourbon when she's not selling houses. Christy lives in Harleysville with her husband, Tim, and their four children, and I think you are going to love what she has to say about love. Remember to stick around at the end of the show for Megan Recommends, a new segment we've added to the end of each show to tell you about some things that are bright spots in the world. Christy is actually going to be bringing our Megan Recommends segment a really good idea today, so I hope that you'll stick around and listen to that. The conversation um, is a little serious, and it's a little funny, and And you just kind of get a little insight into our friendship and um, some views on love that I think are really important to share with the world. So a huge, huge shout out also to those of you who have followed, subscribed, rated, and reviewed the show. It helps more than I could ever tell you, and it helps new friends find us. So if you would take a millisecond to do that, to rate and review and subscribe and like and share um, and follow if you're on Spotify, it would be extremely helpful, and I will love you forever. I'm so grateful for all of your feedback for the show, and our Wife Me Up fam is growing because of it. So if you haven't done that already and wouldn't mind leaving a review or a rate if you're on Apple Podcasts, a quick follow if you're on Spotify or send it to a friend who you think might enjoy it. Share it on your social medias and tag us. That would be amazing. A huge shout out to those of you who have already shared the show with your friends or posted it on your Insta stories or your Facebook. You are actually a full dream and I just want you to know how helpful it is and how grateful I am to you for that. So thank you. Before we get started with our loving conversation with Christy today, remember, Wife Me Up is for the single person who wants to feel like they're part of the club. It's for the married person who has anyone single in their life. It's for the dating, the engaged, the enraged, and everyone in between. My hope is that this show will provide a little humor, a lot of fun ideas, and ways that we can all be a little more connected to each other's stories. To not isolate or assume, but to engage and ask. To tell stories, to share ideas, and to as often as possible, create things for others to enjoy because what actually is life if it's not shared Hey friends, real quick before you jump into this conversation about love with Christy and I, I just wanted to let you know that we had some rendering issues with the audio on this podcast particularly. We hope to get it fixed in the future, but um, just wanted to get it out to you on time. So if you're listening and you're like, how did that happen? Are they talking over each other? Well, the truth is we probably were talking over each other 75% of the time, Um, but there is a spot where Christy, you'll hear her answer a question before I give it and then you'll know like what is going on well it's just an amateur podcast with an amateur sound crew and we're trying to figure it out but definitely wanted to get out to you on time so if you hear some audio issues we're super aware of them and 
uh, we're working to fix it. But we love you and we love love and we wanted you to feel loved and hear love um, on time. So that's the main point right now. Enjoy the rest of the conversation with me and Christy. So it is February 11th, 2021, three days before Valentine's Day, the month of love and all of those things. Our guest today, Christy, um, is my very best friend in the whole entire universe. She is a wife to Tim, a mom to four little love bugs, and a real estate extraordinaire who has dealt with her fair share of love and loss and heart throbs and heartaches, and I think has a pretty good grasp on what it takes to love friends and your family and your spouse and etc so christy welcome to the show hey i would say wife you up but um you already are Mm, so (laughs) because of that can you tell us a little bit of like your background in terms of like relationships friends family when you went to school when you got married your kids etc yeah so i um i guess i i started college in 2004 um, I met my hu- my now husband when we were sophomores in college. Um, we were friends for years, and we actually went on a date um, that was our, our first first date when we were sophomores. <laughs> and then that didn't work. He took me to Wendy's. It was a mess. Um, and then we redated uh, right after our not like the study days. You know, like those days you get before final. Yep. senior year of college we were out at bingo you were there i was there and um then we started dating again uh that time it stuck we dated for eight months before we got engaged and then we got married five months later no i wasn't pregnant thanks for asking um and <laughs> important note in the world. important note because it's it, it has been asked several times yeah True. Um, and now we've been married. So that was 2009. We got married. And um, so what did that make it? 11 years that we've sure. been married? Um, we have four, I'm not good at the numbers. Sure. We have four kids um, ages 10, 8, 6, 2. Was that good? I don't know. That oh, was good. I say. So, you know, like there's this saying in, um, in the <laughs> conservative christian college world that you know i went to college my mrs degree that's right ring Um, by by spring spring, and technically eastern did fail me because we didn't start dating until after school so i want my money back back. Mm -hmm. yes correct i should never have paid a student loan that's rude yeah i'm still waiting for my money back so yes good point okay (laughs) How long? Maybe you could get on the list, though. For yeah, I back. mean, yeah, if there's yeah. a list, I'll start a petition. It's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we get things done. Just start the petition. So I kind of want to jump into it. I have some questions that I think our listeners will like your answers to because you're pretty grounded and have a balanced life of family, friends, etc. Um so we know that like trust and vulnerability is foundational for any relationship that includes friendship, um, romantic partners, etc. So in all of your experience being a really good friend for thir- <clears throat> 30, whatever years of life, <laughs> I have that in the question. And then I just, in that second was like, I don't want to say that. I don't <laughs> tell them how old we are. Um, 
So in all of your experience, can you just tell us how you have built trust in a relationship or maybe like why it's important to have a foundation of trust? Sure. So I think number one, and you could attest to this from your perspective of being my friend is I'm just like honest. I just, for better or for worse, you know where I stand on things. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's definitely helped um, in all of my relationships, including my marriage. And I think also um, just like being quick to forgive, uh, which you and I, I think are really good at. I mean, honestly, I would, maybe this isn't the point, but I would say it more about me and you than um, all of my other relationships. Like we could literally get in an argument and then like five minutes later, we're like, so you want to like go get a latte like yeah, there's like, or like no send a meme or no like, Did you get the good ice today right yes uh yeah. psa everybody go to starbucks and get that good ice um the good ice is so good yeah but like i think that's i think that's like those two things i think really are most, it's like being honest even when it's like awkward and yep um and like i it's so cliche but like i really do make a point of not going to bed angry um yeah it's just not worth it that's nothing's cliche, worth that's it. biblical yeah true yeah, it's not cliche. And you and Tim have a similar relationship and like you're not scared to hurt each other's feelings. No one's leaving. You just no, need to correct. like figure out what you need to figure out. And it's funny because we say we've said it all the time and like um not all the time, all the time strong. But when we get in fights, like it's never like leaving is never on it's figuring right. out how to make it work. It's right. just like that's Get not even like step. yeah. There's never even a conversation. That's not even, that doesn't even enter in. It's just like what do we have to do to to get back to being good right. again? Well, I think that that's interesting actually because I think you're probably your culture of forgiveness in your relationship has has given your foundation of trust more strength. Because you you trust that Tim, whatever he's saying or whatever he's doing is for the good of your family, yes. not not you know selfish ambition or anything other than oh, just for like sure. what's good for our relationship and for our family. And if you can forgive, you do get to build that trust. Oh yeah, and like you know Tim, he's also like a gem and like the easiest person to he is love in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> he just really is. I lucked he out. He really is. Shout out to Tim Ben. Shout out to me. <laughs> it's so true. But that's true in, in friendship. So for people who are listening who are single, it's true. Forgiveness and trust kind of go hand in hand. People who are in dating relationships can practice those things like forgiving and trusting that person. And then in, in marriage relationships like yours, where it's constant forgiveness, constant, <laughs> you know, like more... And honestly, I think that that is really important too. what you said at the beginning about just being honest. What the world should know right now, actually, is that Christy is an Enneagram <laughs> 8. So she you say that brutal. like it's a bad thing. It's not bad. <laughs> you just have to know it. Once you know it, everything else makes sense. But until you, if you, if you don't know that about an 8, and they're just brutally honest. You think they're trying to hurt you. No, no, just who they are. It's just going to be who they're going to be. And that's that. But that's probably really helpful, actually. Eights are probably pretty good in relationships because of that. They're just like, nope, this is what I see. I'm oh, just yeah. calling this thing out. Mm-hmm. That's funny. So you said you got married in 2009. I was there. Um, it was you were. Day. It was like total father of the bride. <laughs> 
the wedding. It was so fun. Um, but it's like, it's been a while since 2009. So what have you learned about being a wife and being a mom this long since you were pretty young when you got married and advice that you would give to either like single friends like me or younger people who are listening who maybe aren't married yet but they're young like I know there's a lot of Christian college girls who listen to this podcast and they're like already in dreamland of like having a husband and a ring and at their engagement or or at their graduation or whatever so what have you learned in like the longevity of your your marriage specifically that would be helpful to people to hear so once again i feel like it's kind of um cliche but i think it's really helpful to just like i'm mindful of this a lot especially Mm -hmm. since having kids If I get caught in the weeds of details, it's like, Mm -hmm. or like the small stuff that really doesn't matter in the end, it bogs me down. I like, I, I, that like constant, like I'm, whatever it is, if it's not, if it's not perfect, that's okay. And honestly, I think after like kid number two, I had to just completely let that go because the house is always going to be a mess. We're always going to be, we're always going to be looking at budget. You like, there are certain things that I think meant so much of life seem um, perfect or picturesque or, you know, we we're doing all the right things and I don't know, getting everything in. Right. Like, a conscious effort. Um, just not sweat the little stuff so that we can enjoy the bigger. And yeah. I think, I think when you're young, no, you think- get like that, like in your mind that, certain way and like you've planned your whole life right well, that's how I am anyway like, when I was younger I was yes it was gonna happen 10 years from now newsflash none but but I don't think we got the answer to that the the last part of that um like your last minute or so um you were saying how you've made a conscious effort to not sweat oh, the small things yeah so just you know really be in that day-to-day and enjoy what is happening as opposed to like thinking about the next goal. Yeah. No, that's super wise. And I think that's good wisdom for not just married people, but also single people just living in whatever it is you're living in and not sweating the small stuff, whether that's with another person and a family or whether that's, you know, as you're navigating waters by yourself kind of thing. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And it, it's probably true too that, you know, when we were 22 and you were getting married, we were like, you think that you can create a picturesque life and then like real life happens. Correct. And you realize like, oh, <laughs> I cannot create this perfect thing and I cannot work for this perfect thing. Like this is all grace that I get to live this beautiful life or this really tragic season. And and we've had those seasons, right? You and yeah. Kim have had tragic seasons and really incredible seasons. I, as a single person, have had tragic seasons and really incredible seasons. But I do think that when you're 22, you think like, oh, this is all going to be amazing. Correct. And it's, it's mostly amazing. But there's also times where it's like definitely not. And I think the older you get, or, or for me anyway, the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that so much is out of my control. And that's a good thing because it's right. and not to get whatever because you know me I'm not really this kind of person but it, that I can't really design my life like God has designed my life 
I just have to figure out where I fall. Like, you know, I have to accept that and take it for what it is day to day. Right. Yeah. Um, that was a really funny statement. I'm not this kind of person. Well, you know what I mean? I'm not like, I don't know. I, yes. You're not preachy. Yes. (laughs) She, Christy is a Christian. I I am. I, I, yeah. I'm not this kind of person, but submit to God. Right. No. Yes. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not the kind of person to be like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tell me what I mean. So good. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. So um, I want to tell the listeners, Christy and I found this article that is really interesting. Almost 20 years ago, psychologist Arthur Aaron and his colleagues conducted this research to explore whether it was possible to help strangers create closeness and develop a relationship by asking a series of really specific and really personal questions. So the idea of the questions is that there's like a mutual vulnerability through self-disclosure that fosters closeness between the two people and has an impact on the process of building the relationship. So when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable with another person, it fosters closeness like sustained, escalating, reciprocal, personal self-disclosure is fundamental to the development of a close relationship. And that's true for friendships. Christy and I have that kind of friendship and it's true for relationships, people who are married. I think of people like my parents who have built an incredible life together, but are true, like very vulnerable people to each other, self-disclose a lot of things. They're, you know, reciprocated feelings on certain things. So these 36 questions by this psychologist are broken up into three sets with like a gradual increase in the intensity of self-disclosure. So it kind of starts off little small talk and then you build like very vulnerable things. So um, the idea was that if you're meeting someone for a first date or wanting to build greater intimacy in a relationship to consider giving it a try. And the research that was done found that these 36 questions were more effective than small talk in building closeness in a relationship. And then a lot of them when done between two people interested in a love relationship actually led to the love relationship. And this was done like in the nineties, right? That's kind of what we found. It was like the middle, yeah, I think like 1993, 94. Yeah, I, yeah, I could be making that up. 97. Yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm 90, just throwing out 90, dates. I don't know. <laughs> 2021. Yeah, like whatever. 1984. Um, <laughs> the, the, my, <laughs> that was funny. My high school girls small group also brought this new um, kind of game similarly to these questions to my attention called we're not really strangers and i think it's like kind of like a 2020 2021 version of this um arthur aaron's like research but i thought it would be fun to ask christy (laughs) (laughs) so we'll just do like one from set one so that everybody can see one from set two and one from set three um but christy the one i have chosen for you from set one and to all those lovers out there you can ask these questions but in addition to that um if you're single these would be fun first date questions what i'm giving right now the one that i'm going to give right now would be a great first date question so make notes people christy would you oh man do you would you like to be famous and if so in what way now i want to know why you think this is so funny because I, I'm already excited. Oh, oh I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I feel like, okay. So my answer is I would like to be famous only if I could be famous for being myself. Oh, 
so good. So good. So like being Christy Bennett, wife, mom, real estate extraordinaire. Yes, like that. But I wouldn't want to be famous for like anything fake. Right. Or like contrived. Right. But I need to talk about one of the other ones in the first section, which is actually the first oh, question, what? which is if you could have dinner with one person, who would it be? I would just like you to know that there's a wrong answer to this. Oh my gosh. Please tell me. The wrong okay. Answer. Well, first I want to know your answer. So if you, if you could have dinner with one person, who would it be? So is the person dead or alive? Dead or alive. It doesn't like, matter. It doesn't matter. I would pick, this is really currently in my current life. I really want to pick like my grandma, our grandma, Chrissy and I are cousins. That's like also disclaimer. we should tell you. <laughs> um, disclaimer. Um, I want to pick like our grandmother or like to be really real, like great, great, great grandma. Yeah. Like, I want to know like really old family stories that like tie into like generational things. Okay. I like that. And you passed. Okay, what is the wrong answer? Elon Musk. <laughs> because let's be honest, nine out of ten people would say Elon Musk. You're basic if you say Elon Musk. If I went out on a date with somebody and I asked that question and they said Elon Musk, you're fired. You'd be out. Goodbye. You'd, you're done. Mm-hmm. You can't even finish the nope. date. Pay the bill and leave. Like, I get it. I get it. He's like... What do people want to know? Like, how smart... I get, like, how he makes his money? I, but, like, that's just his thing. You're not going to get that. You're not Elon Musk. No. And I... And I... I'm like, oh, he's, like, the brightest mind of our generation. No. No. But, like, is he... Like, we have questions. Yeah. Anyway. We can move on. <laughs> so, what would... Who would yours be? I don't it's know. Not Elon Musk. <laughs> Not Elon Musk. <laughs> what an Enneagram 8 answer. I'm not going to answer the question, but I'm telling you what I'm not going to do. <laughs> Just not Elon Musk. Anybody, but. Do you want to come to dinner with our dead great yes. grandmother and me? That was a good answer. Okay. I was ha- I was struggling to find one as good as yours. You know, I always did like Amelia Earhart. And I would. Yeah, and true. it's such a good mystery. I could be like, you're like a really cool chick that did lots of great stuff. How did it end? We need to know. Tell me the real story, yeah, Amelia. Yeah. Maybe we could go on each other's dinner. Ooh, okay. Like you could bring a friend to if you could go to dinner with anybody. I mean, yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody. Set two is a little more vulnerable. You kind of have to talk about yourself, not just like your likes and your dislikes. So I'm gonna ask a question to Christy um, from set two that I think is really exciting. Christy, mm. what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Um, I think probably having really awesome kids. I would agree. For they're you. like really, they're pretty cool. I mean, I can't really take a lot of credit for it because I think they're just like rad generally, but that would be my answer. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. rad. Yeah, they are, they are pretty rad for sure. That is a good accomplishment. And there's many of them. Kids or accomplishments? <laughs> Kids. <laughs> well, if they're each their own accomplishments, <laughs> there are many, many, yes. many accomplishments. Okay, pick one on set two to ask me. Wait, I don't just like have it in front of me. Oh, you no. don't? You said, oh, okay. you, wait, I'm... I can pull it up quick, but you said optional. So go to set three and then I'll ask you one after that. 
Okay, okay, this is good. Everyone, thanks for following. <laughs> thanks along. for playing. Um, thanks for playing. So, so set three friends is even more vulnerable, like really vulnerable, that you have to ask um, these questions to the people, and then I think you'll find like why why you fall in love with them or why it would be easy because you've already established that foundation of vulnerability, which then leads to trust, etc. That we talked about earlier. Um, so Christy, wow, this is, this is Uh-oh. good. <laughs> Look at these. Um, make, okay, this says make three, but I'm just going to say make one. Make one true we statement. And this, for everyone listening, the psychologist asks each person to ask these questions. So make one true we statement. For instance, we are both in this room feeling blank. So you like speak for the other person here. You just make one. Okay, we are both in this room feeling sassy. I don't know. I don't know. I spend ninety nine point nine percent of my life in a SAS feeling. Well, right. So, I mean, that's. I felt like it was safe. Answer. Yes. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, here's another example. Um, I like this one. Tell your partner. So, if you're on the date or you're doing this as a date night or something, tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time, saying things you might not say to someone you've just met. That's really good. What would you tell Tim? Oh, I was going to go for you. Um, oh, you can okay. tell me. I'm <laughs> always take the praise. Um, I would say that I, one of the things I like most about you is that you're really easy to talk to. And that in any group of people that we are together with, you are like the, like the center of the social portion. I actually really think like you remind me of my mom in that way. That like you yes. are like you are the glue. I just took you that like yeah. I do. <laughs> I am. <laughs> do a little hair toss. <laughs> check your nails. I what what an honor to be uh, in this same category as Jim Anderson. Well, I mean, amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, thank you. That's really nice. Do you want me to ask you one from set two? I'm there now. Oh, yeah, set two. So remember, friends, set two is like the middle vulnerable kind of Okay, what is your most treasured memory? Oh, my God. There's so many. What is one of your most memories treasured? But I do have one because um, it stands out. We were going on a long car. I actually blogged about this a while ago. My dad thought it was really funny. Um, We were going on a car trip somewhere and it was like over a half an hour car ride. So when you're a child and it's over half an hour, it takes 19 days. And that's, it's either 10 minutes down the road or 19 days. So it was over a half an hour and I love to write, this is no surprise, but I love to write growing up. And my dad, um, he picked me up from somewhere to go. Like I was at a friend's house or I don't know, dance class or something anyway. And he picked me up. And in my seat in the car was this yellow legal pad and a pen. And I loved my dad like lives on yellow legal pads. And 
I loved stealing his yellow legal pads in the house and writing all the things I was thinking on them. And so, and he, I would always kind of get in trouble. Like he'd be like, that one had the bills on it. Or that one had plans for a building on it. Or like that one had estimates on it, Megan. Like you can't just like take these things. Um, but this is what I remember. Why to treasure memories? Because I remember feeling really known by my dad. Like I remember feeling like, oh, my dad knows me. Like he knew that I would want a pen and a yellow legal pad in this car ride. I didn't ask for it. It was just there for me. I love that. So it's, yeah, it's very simple, but a really treasure memory. And I think that that's what a lot of people in life want. Like they just want to be like really known. And so I felt like really like cherished by him in that moment. Um, wow. The, the set three questions. It escalates. Are, it escalates really it escalates quickly. Really quickly. And if you're listening, we're going to put these on a link tree for you. Um, so that you can see because they're very interesting, but it does escalate. Like what, if anything is too serious to be joked about? When did you last cry in front of another person? Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. They're all kind of funny, actually those. Um, but then like, one of the last ones that I'm reading is of all the people in your family whose death would you find most disturbing <laughs> why it's a little dark and then like share a personal problem and ask for your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it now agree or disagree Christy that's kind of deep but I actually think that's a really smart question to ask someone that you're entering a relationship yeah with. because you would you would be I mean that's well, in my relationship with Tim, that's a super important part of how we connect and communicate is giving each other advice. My gosh, it's yeah. like every night we like debrief the day and then give advice on how to, you know, handle things the next day. I think that's super important. And if you if you come out of that question feeling like, oh, it's like really bad advice, it might change the way you feel about somebody. Yeah, that's true. It's true. So we're going to put these up for you guys um, if you're listening so that you can see these 36 questions and we'll talk more about them in a little bit. But I I do think they're helpful and I think it's good for us to think outside the box in terms of questions. Sometimes it gets a little dry. Um, but Christy, I want to oh play gosh, a game okay. with you. Okay. So this is a game called On a Scale from Ooh to Love. I made it up. <laughs> and- <laughs> I love this. Love it already. <laughs> so this this scale is ooh to love. So you can think of any word or just put a number on the in-between. But ooh obviously representing like zero or one and love representing 10. Um, I'm going to ask you some things and you say where you are on the scale with those certain things. This is specific to Valentine's okay. Day. Um, related. So on a scale of ooh to love, where are you? What are your feelings on PDA? Oh, I hate PDA. Zero. <laughs> Negative five. <laughs> My own. Other people. So like, before, <laughs> before even ooh. Like now, you're not even Do you remember ew. every, so we used to work together at Ruby Tuesday and people would come in and sit yes. on the same side of the booth and we would call them same side sitters. Yes. My worst mm-hmm. nightmare, mm-hmm. having to walk up to that table. Ugh. And sit on the same side of yeah, people. Gross. People sitting on the same side of the booth. Like, what are you holding like, yeah, You gross. can't even look at each other. Ugh. 
But to all of our <laughs> listeners who sit on the same side of the booth, we support your personal. Sure, choice. go for it. It's nope. just not ours. Okay. On a scale of ooh to love, where are you with Valentine's Day dinner specials? Like at restaurants where they're like, use a prefix meal. Okay, so I actually do love them, but to take okay. a gal pal, like a Galentine's Day. I've done it with a couple friends over the years and it's really fun because normally it's like a weekday or sometimes it's hard for like Tim and I to go out anyway. So I appreciate that yeah. when it's, you know, with a chick. Which brings me to my next question. So funny. You no. don't even know these. No I didn't hints. tell you this. On a scale of ooh to love, where are oh my you Valentine <laughs> celebrations? Look, all I need is a charcuterie board and some friends. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I think that's a, I, I love them. Love. You like a Valentine's yeah. Day. You like people. Yes. So if people are there, yes. you're mostly happy. Okay, on a scale of ooh to love, discount chocolate after Valentine's Day. I mean, who doesn't love that? I know some people don't. Okay, like those people, if you're listening, can you imagine? Um, you need to just try it one more time. <laughs> I think you might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wait, right, two you bites. You have to take two more bites. So true. Okay, love. so you love it. Okay, on a scale from ooh to love, what are your feelings about themed sermons and series at churches regarding love and relationships? <sighs> I know. So I don't want, it's not, I would say, um, it, of course, I mean, let's be honest, there's a lot of talk of love in the Bible, and that should be preached on. Um, sure. But, relating it to like well that's just it's a little hokey i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna say it's halfway between ooh and love it depends on how it's done so like a five okay that's a really good point it depends on how because we can talk about love in a lot of ways that aren't annoying yeah (laughs) for lack of a better way to say it and then there's there's places that have like oh yeah no of like Here's a single girl, and here's a Ugh. widowed man, and here's a couple, and yeah, we are <laughs> yucking some people's gums right now. But like, it's just not for me. It's just not. I understand some people that's very valuable. Just not me. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Um, where are you on a scale of ooh to love getting flower delivery? Okay, so this is one of, I love fresh cut flowers. But I also yes. reject the fact that it's like $110 to get flowers delivered. So it's really, it's, so, so what I, what I like, Tim Bennett, if you're listening, is the Tim Bennett, <laughs> the $19.99 bouquet at Wegmans. It's a yes, really nice so bouquet. Real. I yeah, it for myself. Yeah. yeah We're just like hydrangeas, table. but no, not flower. Del- I mean, it's a great gesture, but gosh, they're so expensive. And Wegmans has yeah, they really flowers. do, and um, uh, Whole Foods does too. Yeah, most grocery yeah. stores actually carry like pretty yeah. decent flower selection for sure. Okay, um, scale from ooh to love. How do you feel about sending Valentines to all of your many children's classmates? I'm such a cynic. This is like bringing out all of my worst, <laughs> like negative forty. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> 
this year we're not even supposed to write names because COVID, so they can just put them in anybody's box. And no candy. You can't write names? What is what is the names? So it's COVID. less time up in the classroom trying to figure out where to put them. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm not. No candy. Exactly. No candy allowed. You know what? No, no. candy, no Valentine's. It's a nice Yes. Okay. Ooh to love. How do you feel about the people who are Valentine's loathers? Like, you know, the people who are out oh, like, of like, oh, it's just a Hallmark music. holiday. I mean, yeah, I exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a seven. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay. Ooh to love. How do you feel about themed meals like heart-shaped grilled cheese or everything? All right. So there's a pizza place near us that has a heart-shaped pizza and it's life. So I'm going to give that a love. I think I've had that. Like all, we, yeah, we kidding. get it for right all, down for all the street. birthdays. It's good stuff. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. definitely have been there then. Um, so you'll love the yes. themed meals. Okay. Last one, number 10, on a scale of ooh to love, how do you feel about the really big stuffed animals that grown men <laughs> purchase for grown women? I mean, number one, they're like a hundred dollars. Give me a hundred dollars. Exactly. <laughs> number yeah. two, they take up so much space. Yo, who no, has that? I'm gonna space? I'm gonna say ew. Sorry guys. None of our friends. No. Have that kind of space. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say have ew. to go with the ew on that one. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Okay, Christy, before we get to our last segment of Megan Recommends, which today is going to be Christy Recommends, um, do you have one piece of wise, sage advice for people in regards to love? Oh, that's no, I don't. I really, I feel like, I feel like I've just been so blessed in the fact that I, um, I just found a person who's easy to love. And I think it's kind of made me, I don't, I don't see myself as any sort of expert, but I just found my person kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't really look for him. Although when we were at bingo that night, you said, I'm going to go talk to Tim Bennett and I'm probably going to. Oh my gosh. Did I say that? It was that's yeah, so funny. It. it was very weird. We were saying, Yes, Carol. Carol. Shout out to Carol. Remember? <laughs> she was like, You think she'll marry that boy? And I was like, I can't. She said she will. She Probably will. challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> so, no advice, not one piece of anything. I think, I, well, I think in every of kind of love, I, I think going along with kind of what we were talking about in the beginning it's so important to listen and, and really try to understand somebody and I think that's that maybe yeah. that would be my advice to just really listen to the people you love and try to try to support them and and love them the way they need to be loved that that is the money right there love someone the way they need to be loved because like a lot of times I think we love people how we right. want to be loved rather than how the other person needs to be loved. And that yeah, is key, for sure. For sure. How do you need to be I loved? I like food and space. 
<laughs> so like on, on my birthday, Tim's like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want you to cook food and bring it to me in our room and then lock the door with you on the other side of it. Right. And don't let yeah, like just all of you in. go away. <laughs> food and space. Okay. So Megan recommends is something that we have in the past like month or so of episodes on Wife Me Up. <laughs> I had a hard time saying that. Um, on Wife Me Up um, is just like a, a little segment at the very end of each episode where I share something that is like making my world brighter and better in hopes that they'll make the listeners' worlds brighter and better too. So today, Christy, I'm going to ask you as our guest what you recommend. So what could make our worlds a little brighter and a little better as they've made yours So I recommend finding either a good friend or your boyfriend or girlfriend or your husband or wife and go through these questions with them. I actually did it with my husband the other night and we answered for each other, which was interesting. And we actually, some of the answers Mm. we ended up being like, oh wait, your answer was better than mine, even though we were answering for each other. and it was it was kind of a time of like reminiscing and um you know a lot of emotions came with it and it was it was really it was pretty cool oh i love i know we're sometimes cute that's like a nice little yeah (laughs) but yes no yeah it it was like do this yes it was definitely it was like it was a cool time to like connect through it yeah. So listeners, we're going to put the um, 36 questions from um, Arthur Aaron on my link tree. So if you want to get the link to that, you can go to the Instagram bio, to the link in Facebook. If you're listening um, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'll put it in the notes so that the show notes so you can just click on it and get those 36 questions. They're super interesting. And um, I think that you'll like them. I think they're like kind of cool to think through yeah, those things, even definitely. for yourself. Christy, thank thanks you for having for me here today. We love um, a little wifey <laughs> on Wife Me Up. <laughs> Happy, Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners out there. I love you. Yes. We love you. Christy yes, loves you. If I love you. She probably loves you. Um, And we hope that the rest of your Valentine's weekend is just filled with lots of love and maybe even a few surprises. Well, that was a fun conversation with Christy about love. There's one thing that I want to share with you before this podcast episode ends today and it's really important and close to my heart and so I hope that you'll hear me on it. I want you to know that you have value and you have worth and you have merit on this earth regardless of your relationship status. Your relationship status does not make you worthy. Christy is not worth more than me because she is married and I am single. We are equally priceless in the eyes of a God who really loves us and loves you too. And so whether you're single or whether you're in a dating relationship or if you're married, um, I want you to know 
that you have value here, regardless of any of those things. There's some ancient wisdom that I love that is actually in a letter written to a group of people in a place called Corinth. And the writer of the letter says, let everything that you do be done in love. And so that's my hope for you this week, Wife Me Up fam, that everything you do is done in love and everything that's done to you or happens around you is loving and gracious toward you. I hope you have an amazing week. Let me know how it goes and I'll see you next Thursday.